welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. and praise him again this evening he is worthy of our praise come on let it ring out tonight raise your voice unto him we praise you Lord hallelujah hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah amen We serve a God that is not limited to space or time. He's not limited to how big your problem might be. Amen. God's able to minister in whatever situation or need you have tonight. Praise God. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Man, there's nothing like him, and uh, he deserves our praise, and, uh, our undivided attention. You know how it is when you're talking to a group of people, and it's it's like you have some of their attention, but you don't have all of their attention, and. Uh, I think God deserves all of our attention. Thank you, Brother Howard, for that message this morning. Great job. And we're excited about Saturday coming up for our Spanish service. There will be a guest speaker and uh, and some guest music so we're going to be excited about that if you come be a part of that if you have some some uh, Hispanic friends amen or co-workers invite them you can invite them to the service and say I might not understand a thing that's going on but you will (laughs) praise God this is Pentecost Sunday So I'm going to take you to Acts, the second chapter. Praise God. And uh, we're going to be reading, and I will kind of just, uh, we're going to read verses 1 through 4, 14 through 17, verse 21, and of course, verse 38 through 42, and verses 46 and 47. Praise God. God. How about we all just kind of read this together? Do we have it on the screen here? I did not give them my scriptures tonight. Amen. Let's begin. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared to them clothed in tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. 
and they were all filled. Everybody say all filled. With the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Down to verse 14. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Verse 21. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for for what? For the remission of sins. How many is glad you got a God that can remit your sins? And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with this, with many other words, did he and saying, Save yourself, Miss Untoward Generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking bread and in prayers. Verse 46. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Verse 47, praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Lord God, we thank you for the hope that we have in your word, the promise that we have in your word. We thank you for loving us so much that you robed yourself in flesh, died on a cross, shed your blood for a multitude of sins. Amen. We are forever grateful for you tonight. Amen. For touching our lives. And for those here tonight, we thank you for the promise that they have tonight. That what you have done for us, you can also do for them. So I pray God tonight, anoint our ears to hear. And let our hearts be open to receive what you would speak unto us this evening. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. And everybody say amen. One more time while you're being seated. Can you clap your hands? Unto the Lord, God bless you, amen. Let me first say that I am, I'm glad to be alive today, and I'm also glad that I'm living for God today, amen. I also believe that we're living in the rapture generation, when God is going to come back for his bride. And it all started back on the day of Pentecost in 33 AD. God's New Testament church was formed and it was established with the outpouring of his spirit, amen, on the day of Pentecost in the upper room. Amen. We're not just another religion or another church. 
Amen. But our, our church was founded upon the doctrine and the original teachings of Jesus Christ and his apostles. It all started in Jerusalem and it's still going strong tonight. And I believe that when Jesus finally comes again, he's going to find some born again believers that, amen, have been washed in his blood. They've been filled with his spirit and they're still serving God, amen, just like they were back then in that day and time some 2,000 years ago. Amen, I don't know about you, but I've made up in my mind that I'm going to be a, a part of that number, amen, when the roll is called up yonder, right? Amen, and I, I don't just want to be the only one. I, I want you to go too, and I, I want each of us, uh, amen, to find that place, uh, amen, that day as our new home. Amen. On the other side of glory. Come on, somebody say praise the Lord. I believe it is a privilege to serve God. I believe it's a privilege to continue serving God. I believe it's a privilege, amen, that we continue what God started back on the day of Pentecost. Go back to Acts 2nd chapter 1 through 4. Notice what he says. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind filled all the house. I'm going to tell you something right now. Amen. The Holy Ghost just, wouldn't, didn't wanna, just doesn't want to come on one pew. He said, I want the whole house to be filled with my presence. Amen. And it appeared to him clothing tongues like as a fire. He don't want that just to fall on one pew, but he wants to fall on all the place, all the house. Sat on each of them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave of it. I, 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 I don't want to mess up our theology tonight. Amen. But, but I, I don't necessarily believe uh, that this happened maybe uh, uh, just all transpired in a 24-hour day or period as we would know it. It says in verse 1, when the day, everybody say day, of Pentecost was fully come. In the Greek, that word day is hermuna. Amen. A, or a period of time, a period of opportunity for service. A period of unfeigned length uh, marked by certain characteristics. Uh, a time of trail, a trail, a trial, and a testing, a time of salvation, a, an appointed time. Amen. So I still believe we're living today in a time period of Pentecost. Some people will say, well, that was for them. It's no longer applies to us. I'm here to say it was for them. It's for us. Amen. It's just as real today in 2022 as it was the first time Simon Peter spoke in tongues on the first day and gave that message of salvation in Acts 2.38. This is that. This is Pentecost. This is the period of time that God has appointed for this world to find salvation. This is our opportunity, amen, to do our service and be diligent about it for him. It's our time, amen. We're going to have testing. 
we're going to have trials. Amen. But we know that if we are faithful, turn to your neighbor and say, will you be faithful? Oh, I didn't hear that very well. Come on. Turn to your neighbor and say, will you be faithful? You better be willing to be faithful till the end. There will be an end, but you and I need to be faithful till that time. Come on. Tests, trials, all kinds of things are going to come our way. But we have to have a made up mind. No matter if we're on the mountaintop or in the deepest valley, we have to have a made up mind that when it's all said and done, I'm going to make it to heaven. We're going to have it, but I'm here to tell you, he's coming for a church without spot or wrinkle, washed in his blood. He is coming back again. Now, when you read the scripture, you'll know it says that we don't know the day of the hour when the Son of Man cometh. We don't know that day. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't be a wise guy and try to put a date on the rapture of the church. Because you will not peg it. Come on. 88 reasons why God was going to come in 88. Then he changed that date and was wrong again. You will not know the day or the hour. You will not know the time. He will not give you that time. The angels don't even know what that time is. It'll be when he says it will be. Amen. But we do know that there will be certain things, characteristics that will mark, amen, the end time. Amen. And that also marked the time of Pentecost. We will be speaking in tongues and operating, I believe, in the gifts of the Spirit until God decides that this time shall be no more. Come on. You have to understand, we all do. Amen. That we must be ready. We cannot mess around with what the opportunity, amen, that God has given us. Amen. You got to get a hold of it and hang on to it. Amen. And follow the will of God in your life and follow the word. Let's go to Romans, the 13th chapter. Amen. Let me read verses 11 through 14, the first part of 14. Amen. Here's what it says. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. Is anybody sleeping next to you right now? If they are, just nudge them. Why? For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Come on, follow with me. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting or drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envy, But notice the first part of verse 14. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. Say it with me. Let's say that. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. Now the latter part says, why do you need to do this? Not make provision for the flesh 
to fulfill the lust thereof. In other words, it's His power that is in us. When we put Him on, He will give us the strength to put off the flesh. Amen. Everybody say Pentecost Sunday. It's not time now. I'm pastor, so I think I can get by with some of this stuff, all right? Amen. Whether we like it or not, it's not the time. Well, how many wants a strong church? How many wants a power-packed church? How many wants a church where when God moves, uh, we're all moving in unison uh, and harmony in the Spirit of God? Hey, you asked for it. This is not the time that we need to be bickering or fighting with one another. Come on. It's easy to fall prey to that or, or get caught in a trap where we're fighting or we're, we're kind of got some opinions. We may not necessarily have words, but something might have happened, amen, to where we start kind of, kind of snickering, amen, and sniping at one another. Well, it's not time. It's time to put on the armor of God. Amen. And understand uh, that I want to be ready for that day and time. It's not time to lay up treasures uh, in the flesh. Yes, we have to have it. But don't be so dependent on it that when it's stripped from you, uh, you're going to lose your salvation uh, with God. Because you can lose it all here. But honey, when we get there, we're going to gain it all plus much, much more. This is the time that we have to focus on getting saved and staying saved. This is the time that we need to be focused on winning the lost. Come on. Everybody say at any cost. We got to win the lost. Amen. This is the time that we got to be focusing on the things of God and not on the things of the world. Heaven and earth are going to pass away. But it's His Word that's going to stay established. I don't believe that the church that Jesus died for and that He's coming back for is going to be some uh, uh, fearful group of people. Amen. That's all afraid of what's going on in that day and time. I don't believe it's going to be a spiritually anemic church in the last day. I'll tell you what I do believe. He's going to find a church that's going to be strong, that's going to be vibrant. It's going to be a spiritual church, a church that's on fire when God, amen, tells Gabriel, it's time, blow that trumpet. It's going to be a time when the church is shining its brightest. Come on, clap your hands and praise Him tonight. I believe he's coming for a church, amen, that's excited about serving him. Come on. Amen. You need to set aside the things that are kind of kind of captivating your attention in the world and realize, amen, that 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 if I'm going to negotiate life the way it needs to happen, I need Jesus Christ in my life. Amen. I want to tell you right now, there's a lot of things that we go through that if we didn't have him in our lives, 
amen, we would falter and we would fail. Amen. There's times uh, that things have come in your life uh, and you don't know why and you don't understand. Uh, amen. But when you begin to call on the name of the Lord, uh, amen, all of a sudden you feel his presence uh, and you feel his power and you feel his help uh, and you feel his security. Amen. There's none other name uh, under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It is that name that is above. Jesus, the name of Jesus is above every other name. They got all excited about the 70th Jubilee or the platinum, whatever it is, over in England. And God bless her, she's 96 years of age and she's still going, right? She's still going. They said about 22,000 people were there. And they were just kind of throwing all the accolades and everything up and all of that. And in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? Amen. She has the royalty. She has all these things for 70 years as she's been queen. But the one thing she doesn't have is she can save nobody in that crowd. She can't give them any eternal security. Her day will come, her day will go. And she'll go by way of every other monarch, every other king, every other prime minister, every other president. She will go by way of the grave, not being able to save one person's soul. But we have a king. His name is Jesus. Amen. And he... He has the authority. He has all power in heaven and in earth. He has the power to speak a word. He has the power to forgive you of your sins. He has the power to change your life. He has the power to fill you with his spirit. And I'm telling you, that's the one that we need to have our eye on. We need to have our ear turned to. Because he's going to come for those that are in tune with him. Amen. Look, I'm here to tell you tonight, we want miracle signs and wonders. Right? Amen. And God wants to do miracle signs and wonders in these last days. It's in his word. And he even tells the church, greater things than these are you going to do. You're going to lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover. You know, you're going to, you're going to be able to pray and speak a word of faith uh, into somebody's life. Uh, it's not you doing the work. Don't ever get yourself puffed up. Uh, amen. But it's the spirit in you. Uh, he is the one uh, that will do the work. That's why I say the Holy Ghost we get today is the same Holy Ghost that, that, that he poured out on the day of Pentecost. They were in that upper room and they, were, they, were, they went expecting something to happen. You know, when you look at the ascension and that's recorded in Luke 24, 49, they were told, go ye, go ye into Jerusalem and tarry. That word tarry means stay. Everybody say stay. Stay, he said, until you be endued with power from on high. Our problem a lot of times today is we don't have the staying power. Let's just sit on that for a moment. 
let that kind of absorb that. Just kind of let that come into your mind. We don't have the staying power. If it don't happen in one minute, we're done. If it don't happen in five, we're done. If it don't happen in ten, we're done. We got other things we got to do. Things that are more important. I don't have time. Pastor, this is Pentecost Sunday. You want Pentecost Sunday? I want Pentecost Sunday. But if we're ever going to get a Pentecost Sunday on a regular basis, then we have to have some staying power. (laughs) Boy, it got quiet on that one. Understand this. God was was going to do something supernatural. He was going to do something far greater than they could, they could have ever imagined. Amen. Going to do something. Go, go there to Jerusalem till you be endued with power of my Stay there. Amen. And, 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 you, know, it, you know, just you're going to have to stay and, and work on this. So, so they went. They went to that upper room and they prayed. Go figure. They prayed. And no doubt they probably sung hymns and worshipped and prayed some more. They probably got up and walked around the church a little bit or the upper room. They probably, they probably begin to maybe discuss and say, you know what, it hadn't happened yet, but I'm pretty excited because he said, go, go Terry, go stay in Jerusalem. He said, I don't know what day it's going to be. Amen. I don't know what's going to happen. Amen. But, but he said to go. Amen. He said to go. Let me stop and tell you something right now. If we ever want to have a move of God the way God wants to give us, uh, we have to be willing uh, to simply say, you know what, if it takes me time, I'm going to take that time and I'm going to give it to God. Whatever it might be. Amen. Because when they stayed, that's where the scripture says, and suddenly. Does, do we believe in suddenly anymore? Amen. Do we have to be pumped and primed before God begins to move? Or can we already be in that frame of mind to where suddenly, amen, there was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Everybody shout suddenly. Come on, say it again, suddenly. Now bring it up another notch. Everybody say suddenly. Amen. We got to realize that God wants to do something, uh, not on our time, uh, but on his time. And if he decides to do it tonight, uh, we need to get in that place uh, with our mind uh, and our worship uh, and our prayer to allow God to move uh, and touch somebody's heart. Oh, clap your hands and praise him. That was exciting. But let me tell you something, the most exciting part of that day, I believe, is when after they received the Holy Ghost, they didn't keep it in that upper room. Amen. They got out. Amen. They begin to, they begin, if I can put it this way, begin telling people about what God had done. Hey, you want to know what, what, what I'm talking about? You want to know what's going on in my life? Uh, amen. It happened this morning about 9 a.m. Uh, amen. Over in that upper room. Uh, amen. You got to be willing to have a testimony to somebody where they walk up to you and say, man, you look different. Uh, amen. You talk different. Uh, you act different. Well, let me tell you what happened to me. Uh, amen. On such and such a day. Uh, amen. I had a move of God in my life. Uh, amen. The Holy Ghost came in uh, my life. Uh, the Spirit of God came in my life. Uh, And I'm not what I used to be anymore. So let me tell you what Jesus did. 
Amen. Hey man, you know that scripture that Job prophesied? Hey man, that's what happened that day. Hey man, he said it was going to happen. Hey man, and I'm going to tell you what it happened. Because when that wind come in there, I began to speak in other tongues. Hey man, as God gave the other, that's a fantastic thing. Come on, if you ain't happy about the Holy Ghost, you'll never convince anybody else that they need what you got. Because after you receive the Holy Ghost, amen, you need to let it be known. Amen, look what the Lord, we say it often, look what the Lord hath done. Come on, amen. When you and I go outside of these four walls, I'm telling you, if you connect with people, it won't be too long till every seat that's empty here tonight will be filled, amen, and we'll have to add more seating, amen, and that building will have to go up faster. Amen, I'm telling you, you and I can make that happen. Amen, if we will just give ourselves to the master. If we'll just share the good news. People from all over Jerusalem started repenting. You know, I was looking at a map today, maybe it was yesterday, uh, about where... All of the people that came to Jerusalem for that, that, that time, the, the Feast of Pentecost. And I'm thinking, man, that's some serious distance that a lot of people were trying to cover in that day and time to come back for the Feast of Pentecost. And it was those people that began to acknowledge, said, who are these people? Amen, because I hear them magnifying and glorifying God in my native tongue. It got their attention. I'm going to tell you what. If we really have the Spirit of God, amen, I'm going to tell you what. It will get people's attention. Come on, clap your hands and praise it. So, people from all over Jerusalem started repenting, started, starting, uh, you know, they were getting baptized. And folks, let me stop. If you just kind of look at it a little bit, Hey, man, there was 120 in that upper room. You couldn't fit 3,000 people in that upper room. Even if you went out into the streets, the streets were narrow. They were narrow. So, folks, I, I, I kind of buy into the fact that, that they, they had to go out of there. Something was going on. It was happening, and people were seeing it. People were hearing it, and they were just kind of going in, in, in all directions. And people, amen, were receiving the word and seeing what God was doing. And that's what got, got a hold of 3,000 people, and they were baptized that day. We talk about it, and I think sometimes we're kind of like evangelistically speaking a little bit. But I'm going to tell you what, if you had 3,000 people you couldn't baptize 3,000 people in one day with all the ministry team going at it no we'd have to go down to Dick's Creek we'd have to go down to Miami River we'd have to go to some lake or we'd have to go to somebody's pool and we'd have to split it up and go all different directions if you ever wanted to get that done but that same day look the word was out I'm telling you, they were probably telling people, hey, he told us to go back to Jerusalem and tarry there till we be endued with power from on high. Amen. There must have been something in their communication with that, that, that then known world to let them know something is getting ready to happen. 
I wonder what would happen if our conversation before we ever got to church would be a day or two before or more. Hey, man, I'm excited to go to church tonight. Man, God's going to do something great tonight. If we raise our level of expectation and we begin to say, look, I, you need to go to church with me because I'm going to tell you what, God's fixing to do something great in that service. But sometimes we just come and it's, <laughs> it's almost like God helped me so I can help other people. But in reality, you and I need to come with our spirit built up. Where when we walk in the house of God, God says, oh, well, look, you know, man, this group of people wants something tonight. Do we still believe that he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ever think or ask? If you want that, he goes on to say, according to the power that worketh in us, we have to have the power before God can ever do the work. Let me ask you a question tonight. How many of us, amen, I want you to raise your hand. How many of us really believe God is going to pour out His Spirit in the last days? Look, folks, I'm going to tell you what. We need to buy in to the fact that this building is too small to contain what God wants to give us. We need to buy into the fact that the building we want to build is going to be too small for what God wants to give us. Amen. I believe it's going to happen right here. Amen. I believe we're going to see a great revival in this last day. And folks, let me stop and tell you, amen, if it was just the backsliders alone, we would pack this place out. If it was just our sons and daughters and grandchildren, we would pack this place out. We wouldn't have enough Sunday school space. We wouldn't have enough auditorium space. Uh, amen. If all of them would start coming and bringing their families, uh, you would have to break it up. Amen. And begin to have youth services. Uh, amen. Hispanic services. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, the, the, the church services. Whatever. However, because we would not have enough space at the moment to contain everybody that would want to come. Come on. Amen. I don't know how you're praying. I don't know how you're praying, but I'm praying that our, our, our lost kids and our lost loved ones come back to God. Come on. I don't know how you're praying. You say, come on, let, let me do something here tonight just, just for the sake, of, just for, for the sake of, of seeing it. How many, if you have a, a lost son, daughter, grandchildren, brother, sister, a family member, whoever it is, just stand to your feet. 
You see that? Now, let me stop and tell you. If you'll just look around and see that, 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 that that's a large part of our congregation. Folks, you may be seated. Let me tell you something right now. That ought to absolutely, absolutely get a hold of us and say, you know what? It's not just my children. It's my brother and sister in the Lord's children. It's not, it's just not my family. It's their family. Amen. It's, it's, it's just not, it's, it's not just, I'm not the only one in this, in this, in this realm praying. Sometimes you feel like you're by yourself, but no, 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 no. Amen. All of us need to realize tonight that as we pray and seek the face of God, stop for a moment and pray for somebody you just saw standing. Pray for their family. Pray for their children. Pray that God will move on their behalf. Amen, it's going to happen. Everybody say, it's going to happen. Amen, everybody say, it's going to happen right here. Amen, we're going to see a great revival in the last days. We're going to see the backsliders come in. We're going to see lost family members come in. We're going to see those that have never received the Spirit of God come in and be baptized in His name and be filled with His Spirit. We're going to see it in the last days. We're going to fill this place. We're going to pack it out. Amen. We expect it to happen. We will tarry. We will pray. We will fast. We will worship. Amen. We're going to see that time. We're going to tell people about it. We're going to build expectations. Folks, let me just be honest with you. It won't be happening just because somebody preaches a message of, like Peter did on the day of Pentecost. Amen. And all of a sudden, people start coming in from all over the, all over the area. Oh, because if you look at that, it's because saints were telling others. They were expecting something to happen. I want you to begin every service. You say, well, it's on Wednesday night. I want you to come on Wednesday night expecting God to do something great. The pastor, it's a Tuesday night, corporate prayer. We need to come expecting God to do something great. It's Sunday morning. We need to come expecting God. It's Sunday night. We need to come expecting God. Amen. It's Spanish service. We need to come expecting God to pour out His Spirit. Clap your hands again and praise Him tonight. Let me say it this way. When God began to move, it's because they had obeyed his word. Sometimes that's hard, right? Amen. Let me stop and tell you right now. Now's the time to plant the seeds. You don't have to wear somebody out. A lot of times it's the life that you live that plants a seed in somebody's thought in their mind that says, you know what, that person's different. You know, I don't hear them using the language of the world. Hello? I don't hear them talking about their coworkers and, and running people down. I don't hear that. This is a different person. And all of a sudden you're going to begin to begin to make connection with them and they're going to start asking questions and you're going to be able to say, you know what, I can because 
of the Spirit of God that dwells in me. Turn to your neighbor and say, I believe that. Now's the time for prayer. Thank you, choir. Thank you for spending your time tonight. Right now, now I'm not done. Now that you have proved that you can do it, Sister Amanda shouldn't have a hard time getting you here. Come on, church, would you like to hear a little bit more of that kind of singing tonight? Yes. Do you see what happens when people come together and they're like-minded and they begin to worship and praise God and all of a sudden things begin to break in a service? You see what could happen? Hey, let me tell you what can happen in the midst of that. Amen. Souls can be changed. Sicknesses can be healed. Marriages can be fixed. You know, certain elements of things we hit on, it gets real quiet. I can get excited about this, but oh boy, that one, man. Listen, let me tell you something right now. Man, you see, I see these kids around here. These kids. I'm going to tell you what, right here on the second row right here. If you would have looked at them while the choir was singing, you would have think they're 30 miles away from here somewhere because they're doodling and they're doing all this kind of stuff and everything like that. But if you'd have paid close attention, all of a sudden you would have looked at them and said, you know what? They're singing the song that they're singing. They knew the words better than I did. That's right. That's the reason why you and I, our lives that we live matters to the kids that you see around you. Sunday school teachers, you need to be clapping your hands real loud. No? I'm the pastor. I feel like I can, I feel like I can plow a little bit tonight, right? Amen. I think we need to realize that these kids, we got a lot of kids in the service tonight. They need to see your worship. They need to see your prayer. They need to see you raising your hands. They need to see you clapping your hands. They need to see you singing. They need to see what it is when the power of God comes into your life and there's emotion, there's excitement. How long have I been preaching? Now's the time. Now, now, everybody say now. Shout now. Now's the time to get on fire for God.
If you haven't been, you should have been. But if you haven't been, now's the time to get on fire for God. And be on fire before you get here. You be determined when I walk in those doors, God's going to do something. Amen. Somebody's going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Somebody's going to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Somebody's going to repent of their sins. Somebody's going to make their election sure. This is the time of Pentecost. This is the day of Pentecost. It's as real, let me say it again, as it was in 33A. It's the same Holy Ghost. And all the devil wants to do is to distract us and get us self-centered instead of soul-centered. That's, that, that's, that's what Pentecost is. It becomes a soul-centered church, not a self-centered church. Woo. Let me go back to Acts 2.1. What's it say? And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. There was unity going on. There was harmony going on. They, they were focused on what, 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 what they were there for. Amen. A- amen. But the enemy doesn't want us to have one accord. The enemy doesn't want us to have that harmony and that unity in the church. If he can keep us from being unified and in harmony, he can keep a lot of people from being saved, including us. He wants the church to always be in disagreement. Is this okay tonight? He don't want us to be in one place. He wants, he wants church to be an option. If I have time. Look at your neighbor and say, do you have time to go to church? Now, I will sit here and tell you tonight, I'll admit that there's times we do miss church. Some people have to work. Some people are sick. They don't, they don't feel good. You know, things are going on in their life. I get that. I get that. I really do. But how many times do we stay home just because? It's Wednesday night, Brother Howard. I'll be there Sunday. Lord, help us come to that conclusion that I don't want to miss anything. I I don't want to miss, I I don't want to miss what God is going to do in the house. I don't want somebody to call me on the phone, elder, and say, hey, so-and-so was healed tonight. And all I can say is, oh, really? Can you tell them to hang on? I'll be there in 20 minutes. Hey, somebody received the baptism of the Holy. You know what? If somebody, look, let me tell you something right now. If you got kids and all of a sudden you're not here that night, that's when they're going to get the Holy Ghost. And somebody's going to call you and say, hey, your son, your daughter, your grandchild got the Holy Ghost. Oh, really? 
Look what the Lord hath done. Amen. I want to be there. Amen. I want to be there when my granddaughter back here gets a Holy Ghost. She's a talker right now. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm praying one day when she's old enough, she'll be a tongue talker. Right. Yeah. Come on now. You see these kids? You see these kids? You bat an eye. You turn around a couple times. And they're the ones that's going to be getting the Holy Ghost. And they're the ones all of a sudden, the old fogies up there right now, that's singing in the choir, they're all going to be sitting down here rooting them on. If the Lord tarries, understand, you know, I'm 62, and I'm going to tell you right now, I thought the Lord was going to come long before now. I remember. Let me tell you. I, I remember, Brother Anthony, that I was in high school and I thought God's going to come before I get out of high school. I'll never go to college. I got in college and I think, you know what? God's going to come before I, I get out of college. Amen. And then I thought, you know, well, you know what? I better get married real quick because God's going to come before I get married. <laughs> Amen. And, and so now, next month, July 12th, we will be celebrating our 42nd wedding anniversary. Yeah, well, amen. You, you, you need to clap your hands for my wife for putting up with me for 42 years. But there's something about it. You've got to realize that, that, that there has to be, in your relationship with God, there has to be some staying power. He doesn't want us to miss what he has for us at any given time. Joel prophesied it in verse 20, chapter 20, chapter 2 and verse 23, the latter part. He says, Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former and the latter rain. If you guys will come up, I will just quit. Verse 28 says, It, came, it came to, shall come to pass after will I pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons, your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And it shall come to pass, verse 32, that, that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Let me tell you what. You need to get comfortable with the name Jesus. Because I'm here to tell you right now that there's going to be times in your life in the midnight hour at 2 in the morning at four in the morning or during the day that you're going to need him and you need to know his name. Folks, if we have a problem believing that, we need to start praying. We need to start, amen, being what God wants us to be. Amen. We need to come expecting God to do something great. Amen. The Bible says your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall dream, dream, shall see visions. I'm telling you what. I thank God for the leadership that I've had in my life down through the years. Uh, amen. The, the old guard. Uh, amen. That, that has since passed on and went on to be with the Lord. Uh, amen. I'm glad that they had influence in my life. That they spoke things into my life. I'm glad they preached the truth. Uh, I'm glad they planted the dreams uh, of revival in our hearts. I'm also thankful to God for the ministry that we have in our local assembly that they also have a vision for revival. Amen. And that they preach the truth. You need to clap your hands and thank God we've got some, some, some wonderful ministers that will preach the truth.
So I'm saying to us tonight, we need to keep on dreaming. We need to keep on believing because Jesus is getting ready to come back very soon. And he's going to come for that, that church that is in that mindset. Doesn't matter who walks in our doors and what, 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 what they got. You might say, well, man, pastor, they, boy, they got real problems. They got a lot of problems. Nothing's too great for God. Come on, somebody say praise the Lord. Hey, man, I'm here to tell you. Joel said it came to pass. Whosoever's calling the name of the Lord, you need, to, you need to let them know and understand that the name of Jesus can set them free. Stand again. Hey, man. Why did God wait 10 days before he filled them with his spirit? What was he waiting on after he sent them back to Jerusalem to pray and expect? Could it, could it be that he was just waiting on everybody to kind of get on the same page? Begin to pray. Seek God. Get in one mind, one accord, same mind. Get on the same page, however way you want to look at it. Get to that place where everybody's starting to spread the good news. Revival spirit coming out. Amen. Who knows? I just know that when they got in one mind and one accord... All of a sudden, God moved. That's as simple as that. When they got in one mind, on the day of Pentecost, when they got in one mind, one accord, God moved. We need to maybe put a little piece of paper on our refrigerator or someplace. One mind, one accord, move of God. Say it with me. One mind, one accord, move of God. The original writing, it's two different Greek words, but it says it this way. They were all together, together. All together, together. The Greek dictionary says it this way. When they had gathered in the same location and were, and were for one another, suddenly out of heaven a sound came. Did we get that? God can't move until we are for one another. So tonight, I'm going to open these altars. Amen. I'm, I'm not finished, but I'm done. Because I want you to come and say, God, I want to be all together. Together. I want to be for my brother or my sister. I don't want to be against them. I want to be for one another. And if you need the Holy Ghost tonight, amen, you can come and repent of your sins. And I promise you, God can fill you with His Spirit. We can bury you in the name of the Lord. Amen. For the remission of sins, whatever it is. But these altars are open right now. And on Pentecost Sunday, amen, would you come? Amen. Bring your name. Bring that loved one. Whatever it might be. Uh, bring it to the altar and say, Lord, amen, I want to see them filled with your Spirit. I want to see them touched. Uh, Amen. By your hand tonight. Come on, can you do that? They're going to sing something. Come on, let's just let's respond. Let's respond to the word of the Lord this evening. Come on, all over this place. Let's make this a house of prayer tonight. That's it. Come on. Come on. I was lost. I was bound by a love.
That's it. Come on. Until Jesus brought me out, and I've never been the same. Take respond time. So I will be grateful.
I'll praise you at all times. 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 You've done enough. I'll praise you at all times. I'll praise you at all times. I'll praise you at all times. You've done enough. I'll praise you at all times. I'll praise you at all